I wanted to say this real quick. Um, I have to make a redaction last episode. I mistakenly said that Smitty Warbenman Jansen was number one when actually it's Smitty Warbin Jaegerman Jansen. I'm very sorry to all the SpongeBob fans out there and honestly, <laughs> myself and my parents. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your DM, Nathan. With me tonight, I have Nicole. Hey there. Jordan. Hey. Justin. Present. And Emily. Hello. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast, playing a homebrew campaign. Every episode, we name a Village Idiot who has to do the recap the next episode, and last week... It was Nicole. Hi. <laughs> so, Nicole, what what happened last week? Um, so, last week, we were um, going through the catacombs beneath Ilar's birth to uh, investigate the talk of undead that Agamir and I were hired to investigate. And since Drusilla lives down here and... She knows for certain that undead are bullshit. She was like, yeah, I'm going to help you guys because this is crap. I need to know what's going on. So we all head down there and we do some investigating and we're heading down some stairs looking, going down to the lower levels. And uh, these skeletons come down from the ceiling and with some quick work, we figure out that they weren't real, that they were hanging from ropes like pinatas and they were just meant to kind of scare you off. So we were like, all right, someone's probably trying to hide something. So we keep going further down and we come to this uh, mosaic room. And then off to that side, off to the side of that room is another room where there's like a jade sarcophagi. And Drusilla had been there before because she found her pendant there, the one that's like wrapped around her hair. And we found like a trap door wall kind of thing with like that uh, Safina found that there was like air coming out of this wall. So clearly we could go through it or something and instead of figuring out how to actually open it i just smashed it down but not before i tripped and cut my hand and fell into it and then we found another tunnel into another room where there were like weird jugs full of like lantern oil and a load-bearing pillar and then i crit myself again and bonked my head on another wall that we were trying to break through. We were just breaking through lots of walls. So finally, between me, my Warhammer, and Safina's Thunder Cannon, we broke down another wall. And in that room was... Oh, I forgot to mention that this the Jade Sarcophagi had... Oh my god, I can't remember his name. In... Indrin? <laughs> I... I... I drinned in. I drinned in. I dreamed a dream. I dreamed and dreamed of dreaming dreams. Dreamed a dream. Um, and yeah, so we and his and we opened his sarcophagi and it was empty. And we were like, okay, this is weird. And then so when we burst into that last wall, we saw these jade dogs and these jade warriors and some big jade throne that some skeletal figure in like a big mage robe was sitting in. And it was written on the wall that I dreamed in was alive or is is reborn or i don't remember what it said but it said something bad and and all of a sudden he stood up and that's where we left off he did the night king come at me bro that's correct so behind the throne it said i drinden lives long may he reign lord of the dead and the seven kingdoms and the protector of the realm and the roinar and that sorry <laughs> anyway yes so this skeletal figure has just stood up what would y'all like to do? Run the other way. No. <laughs> Diplomacy. <laughs> Diplomacy. I put the wall back Sense together. motive. <laughs> Slowly back out towards the uh... And I rebuild the, the wall. <laughs> you all got yourselves into this mess by wanting to break through this wall. 
This was supposed to happen later. I've read this book. I need a cask of Amontillado and a disguise and a masonry kit. (laughs) Wait, how much later was this supposed to happen? We're totally <laughs> fucked. <laughs> this is like in Curse of Strahd when we went into the wheel windmill really, really early and almost died. Absolutely fucked ourselves. Nathan had to like, Nathan had to jump in and save us. Yes, your benevolent DM got you out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Can I use... Yes. <laughs> My, what's it called thing again where I can sense undead? Yes, please. Okay, I use that. I sense undead. <laughs> you sense no undead. I walk over to the skeleton and I, does it, is it wearing a hat? No hat. Can it have a hat? <laughs> you know what? Sure, it has a hat. Okay. I walk over and I snatch that hat right off its head. <laughs> uh, you snatch the hat off its head. It turns to you and says, hey, that's mine. And snatches it back <laughs> and puts it back on its head and lets out and lets out a throaty cough. I look at the skeleton and I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought you were like all those other skeletons. You're not like most skeletons. I, now that you're closer to the skeleton, you see that this skeleton is just a guy painted like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> what scooby-doo nonsense is happening they're wearing these dark black robes with this yeah dark black because you know what kind of black is there um there's there's black and there's slightly darker black no yes, okay you're right, you're tom right. haverford and john ralphio would have a word with you right now he's wearing a turtleneck <laughs> There's an old man standing in the corner. I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you darn kids. Woodhouse? Woodhouse. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this 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 man painted like a skeleton is standing here in his in his black robes with purple embroidery. He's wearing a an amulet with a jade pendant. Um or a, a jade inlay. Um it's a some sort of stone amulet with a like a dark gray stone and then a jade is inset in the middle of it. Sorry I asked. Yeah. He made this. <laughs> also wearing a hat. <laughs> and there is a staff and a dagger nearby. So he gives his throaty cough, kind of dazes off and sits back down on the throne and appears to go to sleep in front of you. <laughs> I'm gonna okay so I'm just gonna like kind of you know clear my throat real loud like uh what exactly is happening here guys (laughs) to the to the guys I look back at the skeleton I'm like who are you why are you here to the like poorly dressed Dia de los Muertos fan guy over there what is happening he sleeps all right, I'm going to use my thaumaturgy. I'm about to take his hat again. Nah, dude, I'm using my thaumaturgy cantrip, and I'm going to, like, make my voice, like, super fucking loud and go, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> see if I can wake him up. Do you get in his face when you do that, too? Absolutely. Okay, you yell in his face, what are you doing? And he jumps up on top of the throne All of the lights in the braziers go purple. And he looks at you in the face and says, in a booming voice, sleeping. (laughs) Then he sits back down and goes back to sleep. What the fuck is even going on? And all of the flames go back to orange. I don't know who he is, but I want him to join our party. What are you doing? <laughs> Agamir's kind of just looking at one of these jade dogs. Kind of. It's eerily lifelike. I'm so confused right now. Can I go pet it? Sure. Is it like as big as Safina is? Because that'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, about as big as Safina. Yes. Yay. I pet you it. You can ride it. No. <laughs> It'll be my steed. 
can I look around this room? Like, do I see another way out or another way to keep going? Or So you all entered from a hole that you made in the southern brazier. There are other braziers around as well. There's one on the north wall. And then there, it appears that there's a hallway that leads to the west, which is opposite of the direction you came in. So then that means that's where, if we had gone right on the path, I bet you that would have. Yeah. Let us into the room and we didn't have to bust the door down. Maybe. No, no. That path to the right went south. Oh, weird. Okay, so I guess we got to go back the other way. We're just going to leave the sleeping guy on the throne? What do you expect? He's sleeping. <laughs> Can we take him with us? <laughs> just pick him up. You know what we could do is we could go back the other way. And if we need to come this way again, for some reason, we could take the oil cans or oil jugs, pour it on them, and light them on fire, and then we're done with them. What's your alignment again, Safina? No, this is out of character. <laughs> oh, okay. What's your alignment, Justin? I was about, yeah, really. <laughs> My husband. Wow. <laughs> like some real Mad King vibes going on right now. Burn them, burn them all. Like, what the fuck? Uh, at this point, the skeleton man gets up, takes his staff, and kind of pokes it around in one of the braziers until it he's kind of just poking at the, the wood down in there, making some sparks go around. And then he uh, takes the staff out, which is now on fire. He sets it back down on the jade throne and goes back to sleep. What the fuck? What's happening? I d <laughs> what? Is his stick still on fire? Yeah. I don't. I'm so confused. So should we go the other way or like what? <laughs> what is this person? Can I tell what species it is? Uh, that's racist. But yeah, he's what? human. How is that racist? <laughs> You're asking his race. I, I was just curious. Like, mm -hmm. how big or small or squishy he is? <laughs> uh, he seems to be an average-sized human. Okay, Drew goes over and she, like, gets, like, closer to his face and she's like, Excuse me, hi, I don't know who you are, but can you tell us why you're here? You get real close to his face and his eyes bolt open and he starts screaming loudly it's echoing all around this chamber he starts running and he says zombies zombies and he runs 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 down to the end of the the hallway in front of him directly opposite the throne he pushes the door which was apparently hidden in the wall and he uh runs away to the west <laughs> yeah let's go back the other way <laughs> I don't think we were ever supposed to come this way. <laughs> he leaves his burning staff on the throne. Why don't we follow him? I'm going to pick up the staff. Okay. Do you put it out? Sure. Can I... Is it just a wooden staff? It seems to be a wooden quarter staff. Wooden quarter staff. Okay. Legit, like, for the first time in my life, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> I Yeah, I pat out the flame... I look around at the party and I say, um, there was another hallway. And I'm like, was there? We're just going to ignore all that? Like, <laughs> dude, he obviously doesn't want us to follow him. I say we give him his space. Okay. Uh, I want to investigate all around the throne and the warriors and the, the dogs and shit. Okay. 13. Okay, it appears that they are very finely carved statues. They are highly polished. They are of very nice make. And the throne? The throne is also uh, ornately carved. It has relief sculptures in the side of it. And other than the soot on it from where the, uh, the quarterstaff was, it, it looks pristine. Is, are there no, like, uh, I don't know if I rolled high enough, but are there any... Like compartments or like anything behind the throne? Can you even get behind the throne? Or is it like sitting on the like the wall? Like it's not, there's no behind or anything? Your investigation reveals that it is a solid piece of jade. Okay. Carved from a single piece. Safina jumps up and sits on the throne dangling her feet. 
and looking real happy. Okay. It's valid. I support her. You do it. Yay. Good character. You get inspiration. Yay. (laughs) Is there anything else in this room? There are the ten braziers, two large ones and eight small ones. Are all of them lit? All of them are now lit, yes. Can I roll and investigate? I'm curious to see how these braziers, they they were unlit until we entered the chamber. Correct. Maybe he's that, maybe that human was a magic user. Okay, I will roll a, um, (sighs) just, Uh, Jordan, I swear to God. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I don't know. I crit myself. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I swear we didn't all buy defective dice for this podcast. I promise. Probability. Okay. Agamir in a, uh, let's just say that he's leaning more towards his orc side today. (laughs) Um, He goes to inspect the braziers and puts his hands on the sides of them to try and see what's going on and burns himself. Do I take damage? Uh, No. You, you, you have the wherewithal to pull your hands back in time. Cool. You do have that quick dexterity. So as soon as you feel the pain, you just... <laughs> so should we go back the other way or should we go through that other tunnel? Yes. Go back the other way. Okay. So you are going through the hole that you made in the wall or where the um, skeleton guy ran out? The hole we made. Okay, you're back in the cave system. Okay. And you want to go down the other path? Yeah. You find yourself back at the fork and about 10 feet away from where you branched off to the left, you find yourselves in a 10 by 15 foot room. It seems to be made with the same flooring as the rest of the catacombs. There is a, what looks like a work table, a few bookshelves, some clay jars sitting on the ground and there's a wooden barrel in one corner are there anything are there any books on the bookshelves yes there are books on the bookshelves it appears that there are journals should we re-inspect them yes yes we should i go up and pull some of the journals off of the off of the bookshelf and put them on the table you had said the table's a little messy. It's got uh, like little vials of paint on it and uh, brushes and some rags. Some paint miniatures. I kind of, as I'm putting them on the table, I look up at the party and I'm just like, all right, so there's probably more than just that one dude down here. I'm, my interest is officially peaked. I, I need to know what's going on. So, and I start reading. Drew's like, same. Maybe it was this guy's, the guy, the skeleton guy's room since he was painted to look like a skeleton. He probably used this, these paints and stuff. Drew picks up a journal and starts flipping. Same. Okay. Agamir and Drew and Scar are all picking up journals. Saf, would you like to as well? By the idea of reading, she gets really excited and picks up multiple journals because she can read really quick. Okay. So extra. You all read through the journals, or at least you flip through the pages of the journals. It appears to be the journals of some sort of madman. You try and find an early journal to glean the name of this individual. They fashion themselves as Tuprix the Conjurer. I'm sorry, his name is Tuprix? Tuprix. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you made this world. You got to pick the name. <laughs> That's I, what he p- named himself. Two pricks. Why? The madman. Why did you do that? The conjurer. The conjurer. Okay. They had a... It appears that they came down to this level of the catacombs looking for signs of necromancy, and they were fascinated with Idrindin. It looks like they found a secret passage into the true tomb of Idrindin, and they found on him an amulet that they took and have been uh, wearing ever since for inspiration. As you continue through the journals, it gets more and more ranting and raving. They talk about the voices that they hear 
and about the need to guard this place against others. And uh, there's more and more obsession with the undead and bringing people back to life. And there is a lot of mention of the traps that were laid in order to dissuade anyone coming down here. Got it. Interesting. All right. Now that we have more information, let's go kill that crazy guy. I feel like that's the next step. He's probably just misunderstood. He may just need help. It's like, was that in character? That was very in character, yes. <laughs> Emily, was that in character? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. looks up and goes, I don't know what's up with you and uh, killing people, but he might be so deranged that he's, I don't know, it could go either way. Maybe he's harmless, maybe he's not. Maybe the medallion pendant made him go crazy. Yeah, I turn and I ask the party, I'm like, did any of you see, was he wearing a, a medallion? Yeah, he had a jade pendant on, didn't he? Or something that had a jade ornate thing set into it. With gray stone, right? Can I roll a history to see if that pendant looked exactly like the pendant that Drew has? Yes. History? History? Plus four? Twelve. Mm. You can't recall completely, but it seems to be a different shape than what Drew has. Interesting. So, at this point, a uh, hidden wall opens, and in walks, uh, who you only can assume is two pricks, the uh, skeleton man. He opens up the, a door in the northwest corner of the room and uh, says, oh, hey, guys, and goes and grabs some of the paint, uh, looks into the stone wall as if it's a mirror and applies more makeup to his face and then walks down the cave. Is he doing well applying makeup to his face looking at the wall? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we, I'm going to follow him. I call after him. I'm like, hey. You left your staff. He goes, oh, thanks. And he pulls your rapier out of its uh, sheath and takes it with him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm holding out the staff. (laughs) He goes past it. Okay, okay, okay. So, Seth, she's she's in his path and she trips him with her thunder cannon to stop him. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, I want to like clonk him on the head or some shit. I guess, let's see, make a melee attack versus his AC to trip him. 11. You stick your gun out, and it seems like he knows you were going to do it, and he steps right over it. (laughs) Is he walking? He's just walking, right? He's not running. He's kind of walk skipping, like walk skip shuffle. It's kind of weird. I'm going to just... I'm just gonna grab him. Like that's just like that's happening. <laughs> okay, make me a uh, make me an opposed strength check. <laughs> Nathan, I like how you can always know when Nathan Blake that's a bad idea when he goes. Okay, <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> Restrain. Okay, you go and try to restrain him, and he just kind of giggles and wriggles out of your grasp and goes, woo, can't get me. How? And keeps skipping. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with my warhammer over the head. No. Yep, that's happening. No. I don't care. I'm fucking over this. <laughs> I think this is Nate's favorite character. I'm super no-nonsense right now. That's a 22. Uh, okay, you hit. Roll for damage. Is it non-lethal? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I just want to bonk him. You want to bonk him and you rolled a 22. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to roll a 22. Uh, how many is that? Three. I can't read. <laughs> Three damage? I just want to clonk him so he gets knocked out. Like on the head? Yeah. Okay. You hit him and he goes, woo, and he's out. <laughs> Good. He's out. Get that fucking medallion off of him. I scramble and I scramble over and grab my rapier first. And then you grab the medallion, right? <laughs> um, I do not touch the medallion. Just touch the string that it's hanging on, not the actual thing. He's seen Harry Potter. <laughs> I read these journals. <laughs> Listen, there's a journal I just read. You should read it. I'm a little wary of the medallion and his... I would like to roll 
an arcana on the medallion. Okay. And I got a 17. So the medallion is definitely magical. Drew goes over and takes the medallion off. Thank you. Okay, you have a medallion. Or an amulet. Can she figure out what it does? She can certainly try. Yeah. Let me try. So what is it? Arcana? Technically, to figure out what it is, you'd have to do um, identify spell. Oh, I have that. Oh, well then you do that. Do you have that? No. Uh, okay. I, I do that. Wait, how do you know how to cast spells? It's my level one. Uh, it's my level one spell. I didn't know you were a magic user. Artificers get some magic, just like rangers get some magic. I have detect magic and identify. So at first glance, you notice that the amulet itself, the design of it matches the mosaic on the floor at the entrance of this tomb. You aren't aware of what the mosaic specifically is, but you do get a a sense that this is some sort of speaking stone used to um, transmit messages back and forth from one to another. From one to another. Oh, because there's two of them, right? No, there's only the one. Oh. So that could be the voices he's heard is whoever's on the other end of that. Fair. Um, I guess we just keep exploring this cave. Has Saf told us what her discovery is? Oh, yes. I, um, I relay that information to the party. Hmm. So I kind of suspiciously go... So it's a communication device somehow. In these journals, I kept seeing mention of voices that that clearly drove this person into whatever this state that they are in is. Does it seem like it can be activated or is it a passive kind of magic? Safina would like to take a, t- a take a poll with the group. And she would like to ask, does anyone want me to put this on to see what voices there are? Yes. Yes, put it on. <laughs> okay, so that's one vote for yes. <laughs> Agamir goes, I'm not doing it, but sure. I vote yes that Safina puts it on. Okay, so two yeses and as long as Agamir doesn't get to do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Safina puts the amulet on. <laughs> okay. You put the amulet on and nothing happens. With your identify, you realize that it does not need attunement. I see. Maybe he's just not talkative yet. Is there anything else in this room? There is the the secret door that two pricks just walked through. Let's go through that. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So through the door, it's another small room. It's 15 by 15. There's another writing desk or work table, a small side table, another bookcase, and a bed. This seems to be where Tupric sleeps. He came in from this room. Yes. So that means he had to have accessed this room from somewhere else, too. There is also a hallway leading to the west. So we go down that way. Okay. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. I would like to rummage through his drawers. (laughs) Okay, there's a lot more face paint, like way too much face paint, (laughs) some quills, a few blank journals, and an assortment of knickknacks. Can I roll a perception or maybe a history to to see if I've noticed if if there's any signs of anyone else living here other than him? Sure. I'd also like to go back and pick uh, the guy up and put him in his bed. Okay, you pick him up and you, you lay him down in bed. He's sleeping. <laughs> sleeping. My, my perception roll is a 10. Okay. There is no other person here that you can see. Okay. Was there mention of anyone else in the journals? Nope. Just uh, two pricks and the voices he heard. Okay. Okay. So hallway then? You continue down the hallway. It's 25 feet, uh, about 20 feet away. There is a skeleton in an alcove that looks like it would pop out if triggered. Also, the hallway branches to the right and to the left. Let's go right this time. 
I want to roll a quick investigation to see if I see the triggering mechanism. Okay. Six. Okay. <laughs> you, you do not see anything that would trigger this skeleton to pop out. I'm shocked. <laughs> Shock and awe. I walk forward and let it spook me. Safina walks forward and the skeleton pops out. <gasps> it appears there's a pressure plate on the floor. Okay, now that that's over the way. So to the right, it goes five feet and then it goes to the left. So it makes a turn and then another turn immediately. And in front of you is a 10 foot hallway that dead ends up against a wall. You're just leaning real hard into the dungeons part of Dungeons and Dragons, aren't you? I am not buffing down any more walls. I'm so over it. <laughs> probably for the best would you like me to lean into the dragons part yes Yes. y'all are level one (laughs) i want to we'll see we can't really get any xp if we don't battle right isn't that mostly how you get we're doing story driven levels not really gotcha kind of like the milestone system word i want to investigate the floor and the walls around me to see if there's any sort of button Because that guy seemed to be able to get into the walls without breaking them down. There has to be some way to do it without me having to, you know, keep whacking at it with my warhammer like a dummy. I swear to God, if you say there's a two by ten hole in this wall, I'm going to go into the other room and turn your computer off. Twenty-one. I find something. (laughs) You find a small button in the wall near the dead-end hallway. I click it. (laughs) I click it. You press the button, and the wall in front of you slides outward. Yay! You're back in the room with the mosaic floor. Which one was that? The one with the mosaic floor. Shut up, the one we busted into, or? This is the first room of this tomb. The one with the sarcophagus in it, right? The one before the sarcophagus with the 16 internment places for the deceased. We didn't really investigate this room a lot. I'm going to do that. No, you did not. Nathan, no, you did not. 14. What are you looking for? Anything. (laughs) 17 for anything. I rolled an 18. Now getting a little bit more of your bearings in this tomb. You walk to the you walk around the, uh, the the room and on the opposite side of where you just popped out, you see that there are scrape marks on the ground, which means that the wall in front of you also swings open. You find a button. Push the button. You push the button and the wall slides open. Yay! Revealing a ten foot hallway which opens up into a fifteen by fifteen foot room. What's in the room? Is that the room with the crazy person was in? Are you entering the room in its entirety? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is anyone standing in the middle of the room? Yes. Sure. <laughs> okay. I walk dead ass in the middle of that room and I stand there. Around you, you see three little indents in the wall. Not quite as big as the alcoves where those pedestals were, but they are little alcoves, uh, shelves, if you will, carved into the wall. Above each one sits a plaque, and in the alcove itself, there is an object. However, when you step in the middle of the room, you all start to hear the sound of bones knocking against each other. What's that? How do we know what that sounds like? You've heard it. Wouldn't we just hear rattling? Yes, you hear rattling. When? You hear rattling because you've heard it just a few minutes ago. On the stairs. It's like we hear a noise and we're like, mm, it's bones knocking together. We know that sound. You've heard it when you were coming down the stairs and the skeletons were coming for you. Okay. No, that makes sense if they were like dangling from the wall. So yeah, three alcoves, three objects, three plaques. I, um, I move over to the right-hand plaque. Okay. At this point... Totally not scared by the rattling sound, because I just assume everything's thick. (laughs) That's fair. That makes sense, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You go over to the plaque. In the alcove sits a 
rather large emerald carved in the shape of a brain. The plaque says, his wicked brain, dreamer of blasphemy. Hmm. It's about a hand-sized emerald. Is this actually emerald? From what you can tell, it appears to be emerald. I would like to take that shit. <laughs> uh, Agamir has first dibs since he's standing right in front of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm looking at it. Are you going to take that shit? <laughs> I kind of look at it. So, can I tell if this um, jade, or this emerald braid is, um, can it be lit? Like, is it loose? Is it something that, that can be picked up? It just is sitting in this alcove. It looks like it's loose, and you could pick it up. Okay. Can I roll an arcana check to see if I sense any kind of magic? Yes. Uh, ten. You sense no magic. I got it. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. So there are three items in each of these alcoves, just like there are three pedestals in the other room. And those pedestals have different sized or shaped indents in them. We should take these into the other room and put them in the pedestals. Thoughts? That's a damn good idea. <laughs> yeah, more than like, I'd like to move on to the next plaque. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Do you say that in character? Yes. Okay. Okay. The next plaque. The, to the left or to the top? I guess, to the north or west. The north, the top. Okay. To the north is a sapphire, also hand-shaped, or hand-sized and hand-shaped. <laughs> Blue and shiny. The plaque says, his corrupt hand, bringer of death. It's a sapphire. Ooh, you're so funny. All right. I move on to the next plaque and read it aloud. Okay. In this one, you see a ruby heart. Also, fist-sized. The plaque says his cruel heart, a pox on our people. What? Yeah, I don't really want to resurrect some, like, really horrible, like, this really starting to feel like I'm the Brendan Fraser in this episode, and I really don't want to resurrect a mummy. I've already grabbed the sapphire. Of course you have. <laughs> I, can I roll a history check to see if I remember seeing any reference to this in the journals? Yes. Or anything else that was read. That history check is a six. <laughs> you don't recall anything that mentions anatomical objects in the form of gems. I would say I'd like to try the same, but I rolled a 12. I don't think that'll get us anywhere. The journals you read did not mention anything about these type of gems. So, turning around from that final plaque, I, I look at Sapphire and I'm like, Kid, what are you doing? It's so pretty! <laughs> uh, and so... I'm just staring at it. Alright. And I kind of I look at you, my eyes dart over to the back to where it was in the basin. I look at you and I'm like, I guess if you're all right that's fine but uh yeah do you think these ma like do you really think these match those basins in the other room yeah probably um we could i took it off the pedestal here in this alcove with no problem so that means it's not pressure sensitive to the alcove or what it was sitting on but maybe it will have some effect if we put it in the pedestals in the other room okay sounds good it just they seem to be pressure plates everywhere so i was just <laughs> wanted to be sure yeah let's do it okay who wants to grab it who's grabbing what i'll grab one the emerald obby i'll take the heart i, I you know yeah I'll, I'll pocket i'll put it in my satchel i want nothing to do with all of you people i'm gonna stand <laughs> back and watch this happen okay Let's resurrect the dude. It's going to be great. It's totally what's going to happen. But his sarcophagi isn't even in there. Oh, we're totally going to resurrect this guy. It's going to be terrible. This is like going to be the dumbest thing we've ever done in the podcast, and it's very early in the podcast. <laughs> you've got three gems. You've got three pedestals in the other room. What would you like to do? Put them on the pedestals. I am holding onto the gem. 
because I don't want anyone else to have the final piece. <laughs> I am... Oh, are you going to make us fight you for the other ship? Like, <laughs> I mean, we're not close friends yet. I'll do that. <laughs> oh, I know. We just met in this story. Firstly, can I roll to find out, based on the shapes of the gems that we're holding, can I roll to find out if they will fit prior to us actually placing them in there? Or do I already know that? I mean, there aren't any specific impressions on in the uh, in the pedestals, but there are like little basins that are carved into them. They're identical, and they are of large enough size that they would hold the gems. So you would just know that. Okay, let's do it. Drew walks into the other room and puts the emerald in one of the basins. Which one? There's one to the north, the south, and the east. Oh, no. I don't want to have anything to do with this, but I'm going to say that it probably correlates with which pedestal you found it on in the other room. Yeah, that's what I would figure. So I do that. Okay. The brain, which is the emerald, was in the eastern pedestal. Okay, so I put it in the eastern one. Okay. So I'm still in the... So is this in the room with the mosaic floor? No, this is in the room with the sarcophagus. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm still in the room with the mosaic floor. I'd like to run to roll an investigation to see if there's any other inscriptions or texts in this room. Okay. For a second, I thought he was going to say, I'm going to run. That's what I thought, too. I was waiting for it. I'm like, please run. Please run. That's hilarious. <laughs> An 18. I was going to laugh so hard. <laughs> you see no more inscriptions or anything of that nature that you haven't already seen. What does the mosaic on the floor look like? I don't know if I ever asked. I rolled an 18. <laughs> it was such a waste. <laughs> it was such a waste. You know, guys, um, these gems would probably sell for a lot. I mean, probably, but let's put them in these basins first. We don't have to put them in here. We could just, you know, sell the ruby and emerald and I can keep the sapphire and we can split the proceeds. You're talking to a necromancer who literally just wants to bring shit back from the dead. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, no, I don't give a shit about money. <laughs> put, put this gem in the basin. I'm, I'm gonna have to fight you for it. <laughs> so, to describe the image, I just sent it to you all in our group text. But uh, for the listeners, it is a... Okay, imagine a donut. <laughs> um, That's not hard. So there is a large circle. It's two concentric circles, so a large circle and then a smaller circle. On the top edge of the big circle is a big, I guess, blackish mark. I don't really know how to describe this. It looks like the male. No, the female symbol. Sorry. It looks like the female symbol, like the the circle and the cross thing. But instead of cross thing, it's like octopus arms. (laughs) Yeah. Some sort of like wavy filigree. We'll tweet this image out as well. 100%. So if anyone wants to see it, we'll, we'll tweet it out. And so the jade is in the center, and then the outer ring is the gray stone. So yeah, I'll, I'll also do a colorized image of this for the amulet, but it also matches what is on the mosaic floor. I was literally just going to say, is that a mosaic of the amulet that we picked off of Crazy Dude? Yes, it is the same. I'm not saying his name because it's just terrible. It's terrible. Two pricks? <laughs> What's wrong with two pricks? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently nothing's wrong with two pricks. I can't. You did this on purpose. I like can't get over that. <laughs> anyway. He just was, you know, doing names and cho- two pricks was staring at him from the paper and he was like, yep, I'm going to do it. <laughs> nah, he's a name generator. Yeah, you saw it and went, oh, yeah, that's going to be his name. (laughs) I was like, that's a good name for a madman. I would like to go. Is Agamir in the room with us now? After very thoroughly investigating, yes, I I wander back in the room. Okay, I would like to talk to Agamir like a whisper to him saying, Drew probably would melt our faces if we didn't put the gems in the pedestals probably 
<laughs> should we should probably do that. I uh Drew turns around and crosses her arms and just stares at you guys. Hegemir <laughs> looks up from Sa- Safina to Drew or looks over from Safina to Drew and kind of says, "What do you think's going to happen?" I don't know. That's why we want to find out. I just want to point out that Nate is smiling very lasciviously right now. I'm just thinking, you all have no reason to be friendly with each other. Y'all could just fight. I just, I came, I, so like, I kind of, but I'm like. I came down here, I'm feeling so attacked right now. That guy was supposed to pay me. I, I was hired to find, find, find a missing person, missing child. I was not hired to drag in any fugitives, fight anyone. Technically, you were hired to look for undead, but the missing child thing just kind of popped up into our lap. <laughs> Was that it? Oh, gosh, I need to read better. But <laughs> I tap Agamir, and I'm like, I put my hands up against my face, and I do like a melting finger-waving <laughs> thing down my face. <laughs> it's a gesture to say, she's gonna melt our faces off. <laughs> He's like doing spirit fingers down his face right now. <laughs> I kind of look at. <laughs> I'm looking at Sav. I look back at Drew. I look over at Scarlet expectantly. I have nothing to do with this. This is all you guys. I'm just here just in case you need me. <laughs> I huff in a defeated manner and I say, All right, but if this disappears or melts or anything and I can't take it and sell it later, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> That's, That's fair. Oh, yes, I know. Totally right? fair. Finally found a sapphire the size of my fist, and I have to let it go. If I... I'm on your side, Angamir, bro. Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I want nothing to do with this. All right. All right, let's do it. So, I... Put, I uh, yeah, go, go ahead. We, we put the the gems in the respective pedestals, then. Put the right. lime in the coconut. Okay. I'm, like, picking my teeth with my sword, just watching this all happen. So, the sapphire, which is the hand, where is that going? Uh, in the respective pedestal that it was originally in in the other room. We have the north and the south ones remaining. Uh, it was in the north alcove in the other room, right? Was it? I thought it was the, the one in the north was the, the head. Uh, I don't know why. Where was it in the other room? Basically? Why would I tell you that? Oh my god. History? Okay, I'm rolling a history. <laughs> I love it. You all are supposed to be taking notes. I'm giving you like detailed things as to what's going on, and y'all aren't paying attention. <laughs> you know, I don't take notes. I mean, that's fair to be. Honest I walked in. I, we walked into the room. I believe it was go. You know, going into to the south, and then I went right and found the brain, and then you know, basically. The next one in progression was the hand and then the heart, which I believe would have been on the east side, but I might be mixed up. I don't know why. Excuse me, DM. Yes. I rolled a 23. For history? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Agamir got turned around. (laughs) The heart was to the west. The hand is to the north. The brain is to the east in the other room where you found them. There is a north and east and a south pedestal here in the sarcophagus room. And which one was the sapphire again? That was the... North. Sapphire was to the north. Okay, I put it in the north. Okay. And so the heart goes in the south. You put the gems on the pedestals, and nothing happens. I knew it. My God. I knew he was going to say it. (sighs) Now... After all that, you let us do all of that, and nothing happened. I have an idea. Just because I really want to see something happen, I'm going to egg this on as long as I can. Uh, Hey, Safina, can you remember all of the words that were on those plaques? And can you hold up the amulet and say them all in order? I don't know. I'm just fucking around. Sounds like some witch shit. (laughs) That sounds like. (laughs) You won't believe what I just did. Did you just crit yourself? No, I rolled another 23 to history. Oh, why would you oh, say wow. it like that? Damn. Why did you say it like that? 
I know, you were making me think you create yourself. No, because now I'm going to remember all these incantations and it's going to be ridiculous and we're going to summon a demon. I don't, I'm, trust me, I don't think Nate's going to have anything, like, make anything happen, but we'll see. So, Safina gets up on the, the highest step she can on the altar that our sarcophagus is lying on, and she incants. His cruel heart, a pox on our people, his corrupt hand, bringer of death, his wicked brain, dreamer of blasphemy. And nothing happened. And I say his name. And then she says, I Drindin. And from behind her, out of the sarcophagus, jumps two bricks. He says, Woo! <laughs> 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 I need him to join our party. I love him so much. And he goes, Spooky! And then he runs into the mosaic room. Uh, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> I'm so confused! Oh my god. <laughs> Nathan, we're not good at puzzles. Stop giving us puzzles. Can someone please roll me an intelligence check? I will roll No, none of us can roll you an intelligence check, apparently. Ten. <laughs> Is that a saving throw? No, just an intelligence check. Thirteen. Five. Fifteen. We're all dumb as hell. Okay, so after a minute standing there, bewildered from, uh... Two pricks just scaring you all. <laughs> Agamir stands there and he's looking and he says, oh, wait a minute. These are in the wrong orientation. If there were one in the west, the north, and the east, if they turned 90 degrees, then they'd be in the north, the east, and the south. So he goes and moves the heart to the north one the hand to the east one, and the brain to the south one. I feel like this puzzle's on you for us not getting it because you didn't describe the room well enough, but that's just me. Keep going. I said directions so many times. Yeah. So many times. This is an audio podcast, man. We'll let the viewers decide. Yeah, we will. Tweet at him and let him know that was confusing. Tweet at me, hashtag easy puzzles. Um... (laughs) And cheesy puzzles. I will um, tweet back at you 90 degrees, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Twitter works. So anyway, once the gems are in their correct positions, a door is revealed behind the pedestal that holds the hand. And it opens up into a hallway, which is completely clad in jade. As the door opens, Brazier's light one at a time down the length of the the room, and you see that you are now in the room with the jade throne. God damn it. Oh my god. Literally just back to where we... I can't. Where we busted through that wall. I take the sapphire back and I pocket it. Oh, you turn to look at the gems and they have disappeared. No! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Agamir kind of just goes, I knew it. (laughs) That's about right. That's on par. So pissed. All right. We have to find that guy and figure out why he's crazy or bring him to somebody that can fix his head. I feel like we didn't. Did we investigate the throne room? We not. uh, Not a whole lot. We can walk in. I I walk into it again. Yeah. Yeah, we walk in. I'm going to investigate. 17. Okay, you all are walking in, and two pricks comes running up from behind you and says, wait, 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 I'm not in position. <laughs> and he goes and he runs and sits on the throne and looks like he's dead. I can't with this guy. Okay. I'm so over it. <laughs> Agamir walks up, and he gets kind of to, like, the general area in front of the throne and he says in a, the most somber or uh, sober voice he can muster, Two pricks. Awaken. <laughs> <laughs> Two pricks uh, keeps his eyes closed and keeps his position and says, That's not my name. 
Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And sticks his tongue back out. <laughs> He's pretending to be uh, Indica. It's not Indica. It's I, I, I did a rod. I drinked it. I drinked it. I drinked it. Maybe this is I drinked Drew starts running forward and she goes, I drinked it. I drinked it. Tupric stands up and says, Behold the power of the Lord of the Dead. And as he's doing this, the flames all turn purple. I go up to him. I Is he wearing clothes, right? I yes. hope he's wearing clothes. I, yes, he is. He's dressed like okay. a I feel like I he would have told us. <laughs> he was just naked. <laughs> okay. I go up to him. I grab him by the clothes and I start shaking him and I go, What happened to the sapphire? <laughs> what sapphire? <laughs> uh, I rolled a 17 to investigate this room, by the way. I rolled an 18 to investigate this room. Heads up. What specifically are y'all looking for? I don't Anything. care. Something. Like, right? At this point, me and Emily are like, come on, guys. My will to continue this game. That's what I'm looking for. There is a dagger sitting on the throne. There is the jade statues. But other than that, there's and the braziers. There's not a whole lot that you see. I'm taking the dagger. Uh, That's my dagger now. Okay. Tuprick says, no, 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 no. That's mine. Give that back. Nope, it's mine now. No. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Fight me. Don't make me use this. And he holds up his fist. Go right ahead. Let's see it. He reaches out to you and touches your face. And he casts Inflict Wounds. (gasps) Shut up! (laughs) And that's where we're going to end. No! What? No, 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 no. Oh, jeez. You can't do that. It just what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, that's another episode of the oh the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, watch- I'm just gonna say, no, no. I worked very hard on Scarlet. My face better not fucking melt. <laughs> Uh, oh God, I hope you all enjoyed listening the to these village idiots chase a madman around the catacombs, <laughs> breaking down walls, trying to solve puzzles. I better not be the village idiot again. Uh, speaking of village idiot, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Nicole, you're going to have to be the village idiot again for provoking a madman. <laughs> and obviously madman. <laughs> Tried to scare you in a sarcophagus. <laughs> but in a silly way. <laughs> you knocked that, him that's out. That's what I thought. We thought he was a silly, crazy person. <laughs> crazy goes both ways. <laughs> He's like, ooh, spooky. I'm going to fucking melt your face. <laughs> like, that escalated real quick. It did. It did. <laughs> oh, my God. Drew, do you care to uh, speak to that? Speak to what? That escalated quickly. He just basically did what you did (laughs) to Urzak. It's not the same. They were going to take me to jail. She just touched his dagger. And not even in an old gross way. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, how do you know? Scar didn't really talk about it much. Anywho, thank you all for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you had a great time. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a little bit of fun playing tonight, even though they were scratching their heads a lot. Remember to tweet at me, hashtag easy puzzles, <laughs> so that I know whether or not you uh, were groaning the whole time they didn't know how this worked. <laughs> also, you can tweet at everyone else. Nicole, where, where can they find the podcast? You can find us on Twitter at Village Idiot Pod. And you can find me on Twitter at Nicole the Nerdy. And you can tweet me and tell me how dumb I am for everything that just happened. <laughs> you can find me at JRoma20 and tweet at me if you know where the sapphire is. <laughs> you can find me at Neurotic Good. That's all I'll say about that. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And it's 
times like this that uh, where I am grateful that I don't have social media so no one can uh, tell me how do I have us for not being able to figure this one out as well. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll screenshot and show you. Yeah. Hashtag can't at Jordan if you try. <laughs> <laughs> we have a website. It is villageidiotspodcast.com. Go check it out. Take a look. There's art. There's bios. There's cool stuff. Also, if you feel so inclined, please leave us a rating and a review. We really appreciate any feedback that we get. We want to make this podcast great for you. And we want to make sure that uh, we're doing that we're doing what you like, you know. On that note, tune in next week for more antics and see how much of Scar's face is left. <laughs> Bye. 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 Better be all of it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh.